This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is a Thursday, boys and girls. What's up? How are you? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, alongside Dave Sherapan, the book, Sports Grid Replay for TV, live on Twitter, YouTube, audio podcast, right after we're done. And the return of Scotty Farrell, oh who had arguably the most oh memorable boy. interview from Super Bowl week, oh boy. Sports Grid podcast extraordinaire in yeah. 30 minutes. Dave, buckle up. I'm getting ready right now. I'm getting ready. I got all the Steeler gear on because, you know, Pittsburgh and, and the Browns goes way back and Scotty goes way back. I'll wear this now. Early oh. hat change. Okay. Because um, I lost that bet to you earlier. Yes. Last Sunday, when the Patriots beat the Steelers, I think you like wearing the these the Browns and the Ravens. I, I think there may be some like some masochistic things going on here. Well, I mean, we're getting four points tonight. We got no chance. <laughs> Steelers got no chance tonight. Just, three just, and I'm a half get, now, actually. I got to get used to wearing this because I mean they're going to win. They might win a division now because the Ravens are leaking oil. They're not going to win the division. The Browns aren't going to win a division. What? No. Why? Maybe. No. The Ravens are leaking oil. Going to take care of business at home. I can't believe it. It, It's become a no-play game for me all of a sudden. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Why? Why? See all the injuries? Oh, boy. Lamar's got an elbow problem. Three three corners or two corners and a safety are questionable for the game. Yeah. Home opener for the Patriots. Yeah. I get the line move. I do. I mean, now, as I said... I asked yesterday, I said, what the hell is the line move? Is Lamar hurt? And then I went and came out. Lamar's hurt. <laughs> Maybe oh, hurt. Okay. <laughs> Lamar's hurt. All right. Yeah. And that, now I get the line move. Yeah. Now I understand where we're, where we're at here. So, yeah, it's that game's not touchable now. I can't go near Patriots Ravens now. All right. Let's start with it tonight, and then we'll get into it with Scotty. Oh, boy. Wind. I, I We talked about weather yesterday. I thought it might be mm. kind of windy. Windy. It's going to be really windy tonight. You think? Wind gusts of up to 22 miles per hour are being projected for the entire game tonight. Yes. What do we care about with totals? We care about wind. 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 Anything else? Wind. 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 With running teams already. Yeah. How low does the total go? Oh, it might have reached the point of of the bottom. Uh, If you see a 37 and a half, that's as low as it's going. Vegas, it's 38. Uh, DK is already back up to 38 and a half right now. Wow. South point 38 and a half. So, um, I don't know. I mean, it ain't, it's not like it's dropping below 37 and a half. I, I don't even see a 37 and a half right now going through the lines right now. So the only one may be Fandle. Um, is that a low enough number to get you to bet the over? I'm on 39. So, I mean, do I want to get really crazy? I think I'd rather in game bet over. Right. I think I'd rather just let this thing 
open right? up zero zero after the first quarter, get me down to thirty, and then bet over and have a ten point middle there or nine point middle there, right? Versus doing it pregame. Yeah, um, I think you're right. I think the approach, and again, the people that were are watching now, you know, you're here. Thank you. Hit the like button while you're here. People that are watching with the benefit of reflection on Sports Grid will be going, oh. <laughs> We can now bet the peak, what we're doing right now, I think 38, bet under, you have 39, mm. and then do exactly what you said. Now, in-game, if there's no score in the first couple of drives, mm. this is one of the hardest things to do when you're actually like booking the games or doing the in-game. How low do you go? Mm. 31? I mean... Is 31 enough to get you to go over, or I got to get into the 20s? So we know that 41 and 44, 51 and 54 are key numbers with totals. Are there key numbers in, in the 30s? 37. There's so, there's so many different combinations you can get into in the 30s. 37, 39. So 37, 38, 39 get really interesting. There's a lot okay. of combos of, of those scores. Um, But, I mean, once you get below, I don't know. 35, 34. It just gets ridiculous, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's 17, 14 last week, Patriots, Steelers, 31. That's the number for me. I'd be like, all right, what's what's my what's my point where I just I'm gonna have to go to to try to get somebody to play over. Because as soon as they start the coverage and everybody sees the wind and all this other stuff. That's when the waterfall comes, right? That's when you start to see uh, under, 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 as soon as we see it. We're getting ahead of it now. Oh, I knew. I mean, I was watching it. I mean, everybody, we're in weather time, okay? Late September, start looking at the weather. Are we, cold. though? I think yes. we talked. I mean, I saw the clip. We're weather time already? Always. After Once you get past week two, 100%, you're in weather time. Oh. Watch the weather forecasts. Watch. You're not going to see really cold weather, but this is where thunderstorms come in. This is where heavy wind comes in. Weather is absolutely a factor in late September, in particular in the south, where you get really crazy hurricane slash, you know, oh. storms that are off the water. Oh. You get a lot of things like Puerto Rico got hit really hard by a hurricane. It didn't, it's not going to impact any games this weekend, but like this is when you have to pay attention. It's hurricane season. So down the down, it's not that the hurricane hits Florida or New Orleans or South Carolina or Carolina, North Carolina. It's that the storms off the coast create wind situations and you've got, you know, games outdoors being played in these southern states that get impacted by wind. So you have to pay attention to the weather forecast as to what the wind is doing. Mm. Tonight, the wind off the lakes are going to be pretty bad. It's going to be 22 miles per hour. Temperatures in the 60s, so it's going to be fine air temperature wise, but if we're talking about wind gusts that direct footballs or, you know, things flutter in the air, this is where coaches get concerned and they get nervous. And so they may punt more. They may run the ball more. You know, I've got prop bets on both for that very reason that I'm coming in on today in this, in this game. <laughs> this is, are you, are you diving into unders on prop bets? Unders and overs. Oh, unders on passing overs and rushing. Oh, okay. All right. That's when that's a way to attack it. All right. There was a very strange discrepancy today between Circuit Sports and DraftKings today. DraftKings, excuse my language, but they shit the bed when they came out with their number today. 10 12. 10 12, <laughs> and you were first today. You were first to swear, yes. not me. Yes. 
DraftKings soiled themselves today. Why? They opened up the Mitchell Trubisky passing prop at one, uh, sorry, 200 and a half yards. Are you still not going to throw for 200 tonight? DraftKings uh, Circa opened up at 193 and a half. That's low. <laughs> Circa opened up seven and a half yards less than it's one what? bet, though. That's one bet. Okay, it's That's one move, maybe. Right, but our our people, just the picks people, got two hundred and five. They, they all got two hundred. They got all got two hundred five under two hundred five this morning. All of them. And then as of not at, at nine forty five Pacific time, mm-hmm. DraftKings finally moved and went down to one ninety three and a half. Went right down the circus number, right down the circus number. It's so crazy because as the book, you could that could be the right number. Circuit could be wrong, but people see it and bet you the only way to get it closer to that number. I told people to bet both. And, both I, I told them to bet them both. That's what I said. I said, bet them both. I said, I, I have my 193. I'm on over there. DraftKings people, yo, bet me under 200 and a half. I've got both sides tonight. With a 10, 12 yard middle? No, 200. Uh-huh. 200 and a half, 193. Oh, 200.5. I thought yeah. you meant 205. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. I would, geez, oh. I would love that. But no, 200.5 yards passing versus 193 and a half yards passing. So seven, seven yards. Hey, that ain't bad. No. It's a prop bet for me. It's a quarter unit play. It's trying to hit them both. Officially, I'm going yeah, under yeah. 205, but I, yeah. I'm pl- I play both to try to middle it. So, I mean, that that's you said 205 again, 200.5. Yes. Point five. All right. All right. 200.5. Because I'm like, I hate half numbers. 200.5. 200, 200 and a half. 200 and a half. Fine. 200 and a half. Yes. Um, that's actually, I mean, again, I don't I don't know where you get the professional license. I have no idea where to get it. I mean, I got I got the wife right now at the DMV. We'll, we'll talk about that in my favorite oh. thing about today. We actually pulled Dude, the trigger. all over you yesterday. <laughs> First time I really what do you mean Je- yesterday? The first time I've really seen Jessica be on you in front of me. Like I know she's on you behind closed doors, but she was on you in front of me yesterday, which I was dying laughing. It's, it was it's every awesome. day. It's know, every, it was- she's the show. I do the shows, but she's the show. <laughs> Between her and the kids, they're the show. That they was great. Every oh. day. But she's at the DMV right now getting the registration for this new thing. I'll tell you all about it. But yeah, I don't know where you get the professional license, but that is a professional move. Mm. Under 205 and a half, over 193 and a half. Watch the game and enjoy it. Yep. I mean, I'll bet like a professional, obviously. So we're not talking about large amounts of money, but yes, I have a no sweat. Mitchell Trubitsky, it's minus 130 on the under 205 and a half. It was minus 110 on the other side. So I had to bet a little more. So mm. try and try in the middle. So you, okay. you, you the okay. juice isn't the juice isn't the same. Juice is not the same. Okay. Juice is not the same. So you're gonna play a little bit of a of a, of a juice out game there. So what was the price on the under 200 and a half? You had to lay 130. Yeah. Oh, so they knew they were a little bit heavy. Okay. And then wow. Circa opened up 193 and a half minus 110. They knew what they were doing too. <laughs> they knew what they were doing too, putting it one ten. See, that's I mean, when you can play off the other other shops' prices, you can do whatever you want. That's that's as long as you're good with that. As long as you're good with them betting over one ninety three and a half, because you know the other place got it. They're only going to take one sided action. Very rarely, unless they already got a bet on that one ninety three and a half, and then they can just sit there, say, "Yeah, they're wrong. We're good." Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, one ninety three and a half for Trubisky tonight seems 
that even seems heavy to me. What did he throw for in the first two games? Against the Patriots, it was, it was I bet it against the Patriots under. Did they even throw for a hundred yards in the Patriots? Yeah, he did, but it was like 140. It was really bad. Oh. I, I, I was I was on the under. Uh, hold on. Oh, uh, let's see. Goodness what, gracious. What it was did they, so bad? What did they? Oh. Uh, Trubisky threw for 168. Okay. And the weather was good. It was gorgeous. So here's, and hot. here's on the road. And that was home. Good weather. This is road, windy weather. Right. They're not going to trust Trubisky to pass all that much. Wow. Stephen Mack, Capital M, Capital K, just said Trubisky might not even get make it through the game, either get hurt or get pulled. That's, is this well, the day? Kenny, you don't get today. Kenny. Kenny. Oh, here we go. You're going to start this <laughs> bullshit. I'm not starting it. Your fan base started it. They were loud and proud. We'll ask Scotty Farrell how he thinks about this. I told you Hi. over the summer, I said, Kenny's playing quick. And you were like, nope, the whole year. I was like, I don't think so. They're going to play picking. Oh, this continues are- like this. He ain't even going to make it to the bye week. The fans are. He ain't even going to make it to the bye week. It's no, Trubisky. I mean- what do you want? I mean, 21 of 33s for 168. That's what he is. It's not even that. It's it's the one, forget about the inability to make a play. If he keeps screwing up or turning the ball over, he's out. That's it. They're going to have to do something. He can't. And the more that you guys, because everybody, Pittsburgh fans are very similar to Nebraska fans. Whoa. They're, you guys are. What you guys do, you watch film and you want to be coaches. So like you go and break down film and you come up with this whole big long people. Yeah. Steeler people are the same like Husker fans. Husker fans have you go not even close. That's completely. You say some crazy shit. That's very similar. You go on Twitter, you go look at Husker fans and and Pittsburgh fans. They're like, I've seen numerous Steeler people break down the film of how many missed receivers Trubisky did not see against the Patriots. Breaking down film saying, if you're Mike Tomlin, people don't do this. No, Boston people don't do this. Media people do this. Boston fans don't really spend their time breaking down game film. No. No, they sound more ridiculous when they say shit. Maybe. That's fine. Pittsburgh fans talking about breaking down film. We break down film when we're eight years old. Fine. And Oscar fans do too. And you guys all want to be coaches and you all think you know more than the coaches. And it's all, it's a big problem for the athletic department. It's a big problem for the Mike Tomlin. Your fans are educated, but they're not fully educated because they're looking at film and they don't know the whole story. So you don't know what you don't know. And so you don't know what the coaches told him to do. You don't know the reads and you don't know the call, but fine. You can critique Trubisky missing a receiver wide open because you think that receiver is wide open. Even though the play was never going to go there for a reason. So just, I had the same conversations all the time with Husker fans. You know, when they're pulling the left guard, you got to get on the outside and you have to position your hands on the inside of the guy. You can't go on the outside because when you go on the outside, that gives up the inside leverage that allows that linebacker to come in and fill the gap. And the running back can't then bounce into the outside because they know where he's going. And the corner comes up and takes his legs out. And now the play goes nowhere. Five years of that. I had five years of those conversations. But they do that in every city. No, they do not. Certain people do it. Boston call. Listen to Boston Sports Talk Radio. Listen to New York Sports Talk Radio. They don't act like they know the game more than the coaches. What the The, hell are you? The media does. The media does. Not the not the fan bases. They don't. I grew up with it. New York. They don't do the analytical breakdown of film. So they sound even more stupider. 
I mean, you could just, if you want to say that they're more emotional or they're more reactionary or they're more just what their eyes tell them in the moment. And then they call up and yell and scream. So yeah, you could say they're more impassioned. They're less informed. I'm not going to debate that the Boston caller, the New York caller, the Philadelphia caller is just, I mean, it's why I don't want to do it. So, so yeah, so I get it. I mean, I know what, I know what they are. I'm just saying I took it from Husker Pittsburgh fans for five years. Though. I mean, you can't put that stuff together. People are going to come at you. I'm just, no, they're not. They're going to uh, take it as a compliment. So will Husker fans. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, I spend my Sunday breaking down film. Who doesn't? I look at well, who doesn't go and watch seven on seven game film and, and, and go and watch some kid in Western <laughs> Nebraska or some high school kid in Western PA and whether he's actually a, a decent quarterback or not. And, you know, hey, pitch should be looking at the kid at, you know, Valdosta High School. He's a, he's a six foot three, you know, he runs a five, you know, four or five forty right now. And, you know, Steelers in a couple of years, maybe that kid could play for Pittsburgh. <laughs> You've never spent time. <laughs> no, but I know what they do. I know what they do. I, that I, I, sounds I, like the whole state of Pennsylvania. That's what they do. I mean, I, and I Ohio, yes, and West Virginia. Yes, I, I know. I've, I've lived all over the country. I talked to radio all over the country. I know what these fan bases are all about. They do that in Alabama? I mean, I can make a bad joke right now, but I won't. Um, <laughs> I need to have a TV to watch game film. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm kidding, Alabama. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Uh, yeah, they do to a point. Some people do in Alabama. The older. Did I do this in Iowa? Iowa talks about blocking. That's what they'll talk about. <laughs> I'm dead serious. They'll talk about blocking. They are really in depth into Everybody's the blocking scheme. Yes, they everyone's a line coach. They hundred <laughs> percent. Everyone's a line coach. Everyone understands the running game and the line, you know, blocking structure and how Kirk Ferentz is supposed to be running this and why his son came in to help run the line because it's a family tradition of being able to run the offensive line. Yes, hundred percent. Iowa people care about the line a ton. They haven't had a good quarterback since, like, I don't know, JFK. Oh, so, Chuck like, Long? Like Chuck Long is, wasn't a good quarterback? What, what is throwing like throwing the football? What is that? <laughs> oh, we have to score? Is that the idea? The idea is to score. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry. I thought, you know, I thought 3 nothing was the way that you played. I thought it was like, like championships. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Iowa's won how many championships? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> how many big-time titles has Iowa won? Oh, right. Eight and four ferrets. Make sure of that. Oh man! Just win that eight and four. Just win the eight game, and then everyone's letting us to, to do the Nebraska clap. Bromel Camp just came in and said zone block. I told you. I told you. See, that's I told. I'm not lying. But they know Iowa people know it. They'll, they'll look at it. They'll analyze it. Husker oh. fans will analyze the triple option and and, and break it down and you know, talk about the ability. You know how the dude's oh. supposed to be on the edge and. What happens? You know, black shirt defenses. They'll talk all they love talking about defensive formations pre-snap. Husker Ooh. fans love that conversation. Ooh. Oh, it's so frustrating. Ironically, so, they can't stop anybody this year. They couldn't. Well, I mean, the black shirts for a long time, that was their calling card. And, you know, the joke is that the, the pink shirts now. So let's, you know, go ahead and oh. hand, 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 Boy, hand. It's not even so. Friday and you're firing no shots. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not firing. I'm just, uh, just talking the truth. I'm an equal opportunity offender. So, you know, <laughs> just how it's just kind of how it is on, on this. So, you know, I, Hey, I mean, we'll see what happens tonight. We'll, we'll see how it all, it, it all plays out tonight, but I, I'm guessing this game goes under tonight and Trubisky doesn't throw the ball for much uh, coming up here tonight. Um, Quickly on the line. Yeah. I think it goes below three. Anyway, 
No. Three and a half. Does it close at three? No. It's big four. stealer. Big stealer money. What do you mean? It's three and a half. It's painted four right now. You pull up Fandle? Three and a half at Fandle. They're trying. They're trying. <laughs> so nobody's it's not the world. It's well, three and a half. Only one. It's, I got the line screen for 15 books on right now. Every one okay. is four. Except Fandle. Except Fandle. I don't have that one on my screen. I can check that right now. So is okay. it three and a half right now, Fandle? Uh, hold on. You look. Right now, it's three and a half. Yep, right now. So they're trying to get that Browns money right now. Minus 118 on the Browns. So they're paying a little juice to get the Browns. I totally disagree with that, but what oh. does it matter? I mean, why, why? Why? Is it laying three and a half enough? You got to lay 118? Like, what are you trying to do? They're trying right. to get Steeler money at plus three and a half and minus 104. Which is, is that better than taking four minus 110? I don't think so, but. Well, that's the math guys. The math guys know yeah. everything anyway. Um, no, it's not getting a three. Okay. Five minutes till Scott. I want to say one quick little rant on the, what's going on with the Celtics before we get to Scott, because I want his take on it, and I want to get oh. my take on it out first. Oh, gosh. If you've not seen the story yet, the Boston Celtics, who were the odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship going into the year, went to the finals last year and lost to the Warriors with Ime Adoka as their head coach in the first year. Ime Adoka, by all accounts, is going to miss the entire season from the Boston Celtics. The entire season now? The entire season. He will be suspended for the entire year for an improper relationship with either one or two women involved in one of the women very well might be the wife of a senior vice president of finance for the Boston Celtics. The only reason why we know this, the only reason why we know about this is because somebody threatened to air worse stories about the Boston Celtics than this, because this happens everywhere, everywhere. If you are involved in professional sports in any form or fashion, people sleeping with each other's wives, this is not a story. This is a personal, off-the-court, consensual relationship. To suspend a coach for an entire year for cheating on his girlfriend and, and somebody else's wife? Ooh. This is, a, this is like a Tuesday in the NBA, a Wednesday in the NFL. A Thursday in Major League Baseball. Not even just professional sports. This is like office. This is life. This, this, this is this, this is, is what day. happens. Okay. Right. Like this. The this has to be a furious vice president Man. who has the goods on Boston. Ooh. Who knows? Went to ownership and said, "Either this guy is out, or I'm airing X, Y, and Z." And this is coming, and I'm going to tell the world about what is going on here and what's going on there. Oh, and ownership said, all right, we can't fire him because firing him for this, we will be sued to high heaven by Ime Adoka. Right. So instead, we're going to say it was a conduct policy violation and suspend him for a year and then potentially bring him back after a year. How in the hell do you bring him back after a year? Uh, He probably walks in like Conor McGregor if he does. I mean, this is of all the stories in my life involving a Boston sports team. I can't get over this one. I'm thinking about this more and more in my head. And I'm like, wait a minute. You could say, 
Matt, what if it's someone who worked for him? He was the, he was the superior. Okay. Fire him. If that's the policy, you cannot date inside the organization and you cannot have a sexual consensual relationship with somebody who you are the boss of. You then fire him. You don't suspend him. You fire him for this. Mm. Yeah. The, the one year suspension is really weird. The team is trying to placate a angry husband while keeping a guy they want as the head coach for the next decade. Oh, so trying to do both sides and straddle both sides. And from a book perspective, I have no idea what you do with the number with the Celtics. Yeah. We were kind of talking about that last night. I don't know either. I mean, the first things, you know, we were texting was like, I almost said to you last night, is it, it's the wife or this is the wife or like, this is somebody got to the wrong person and and somebody said, you know, we got to fix this now. There's somebody really emotionally hurt who's threatening to do something really bad that Boston is trying to hold that person quiet. And say, all right, what if we do X, Y, and Z? What if we do this? What if we do that? Because if we don't, this is going to come out and we're going to have to deal with a whole different. I mean, Robert Sarver. So you just think got there's more behind the scenes? I think someone's playing a blackmailing scheme on the ownership of Boston. Yeah. Someone's somebody. Th- this is not a story. Like, this is not a story involving right. in pro sports. Like, do you know how many, like, and, and Stephen A. Smith made it racial, but I think he's right. You know how many white coaches cheat on their wives? What the hell are we doing? What it we comes doing? out with this dude. This is the story that comes out that this guy is going to lose his job or be suspended for an entire year because he was having a consensual relationship. If it was non-consensual, arrest the guy. I mean, if he was doing something illegal, arrest the dude. But we're concerned about what a coach is doing off the court with another woman who, who, it's her choice consensually, his choice consensually. What the hell do we care? Did they just find out about it, do you think? I don't know. I I, I mean, like, because the timing of it. The VP of ex- the, 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 the rumor is it's the vice president of finance for the Celtics, meaning the money guy. The guy who knows where all the money is. I mean, the guy who knows where all the bodies are buried. So he can come out and say, hey, guys, remember when we lied on the salary cap and we went in and played that little deal? Remember when we paid that guy under the table? Remember when we, had, we sent that, those funds overseas and did that little, like, quickie thing? Oh. I'm telling the world. I'm telling the league. I'm telling the world. Have fun explaining how you guys circumvented all the rules, which is very possible. Oh, man. Oh, man. Th- that's the only reason why this is going on the way this is going on. Because okay. otherwise, if he did something really wrong, you just fire him and say goodbye. You violated our team policy. You're out. He's a good coach. They want to keep him. They don't want coach. They don't don't want to get a new coach. They don't want to get a new coach. They don't want to, you know, they see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for the next decade in the NBA. And they want Ime Adoka to be the guy. And they got a basketball coach, but they got to keep the pissed off, the pissed off husband. Who's, you know, waving around a metaphorical loaded gun and saying, you better do what I'm telling you to do. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Otherwise, coaches sleeping with women who they're not in relationships with officially is not a shock. This is not a story where you're like, Damn. wow, he cheated on Nia Long. Who cares? I, I don't care what my coach is doing. I know they're all horn dogs. Right. I, 
I've been around it. I mean, we all see there. I mean, Hey, you want to come to Vegas during July? Come in, <laughs> come on in, <laughs> come watch what the college coaches do when they all come in here in July. They're not boy scouts. Okay. Get Pharrell in here while we got him. We're going to talk Steelers <laughs> Browns. We can let him talk about I want this Celtics take situation. On this. He's the perfect guy to talk about this. We're going to have to lean back. I'm going to do the lean back, put the glass. The one on. and the only in here. coming off the bench. He is. Oh, Pharrell. look. At what this is going guy. on, my friend? Good to see you. What's up, boys? I, uh, I think everyone should have like two or three lovers. I know that um, what I I hear now, I'm catching up late on this conversation, but what I am hearing is that uh, like that this this guy, you know, what do I care who he's banging? I mean, honest yeah. to Christ, like I have at it to get some leg for sure. Uh, I'm all for it. But uh, what I'm hearing is, is that allegedly it's some married chick and that her husband narked her out right to the team so Ooh. i mean her marriage is over now and that'll be that and then uh, i guess he'll uh lose the year and then lose his job because it's bizarre to me how what are you gonna uh come back and, and they're gonna give him his job back in a year after they've moved on and, and drove around i always uh refer to it as the indy 500 lap when when you get past it's over, right? Like once they lap you, you're done. I mean, it is just like, see you later, you lose. And then when I come back around and revisit the guy that was tapping the chick at the office, like, look, um, you know, uh, everybody does whatever they want. I think it's ridiculous, to be honest with you, because, I mean, can you imagine, what, like, what a pussy the husband is to like call the team and like narc her out. Like she obviously isn't getting enough D from you, dude. No. So I mean, get a clue here, bro. <laughs> what you need to do is go find yourself a little slot, right? Like go find yourself a little, you know, side piece. Instead of worrying about her, she's already long D in the head coach of the team. Like, you know. Get a bag of some stinky pinky, find yourself a little whore and roll that way. You know what I mean? Instead of being the Told pussy you. bitch. Can you imagine like the pussy bitch? Oh, hello. I'd like to talk to your human resources department. <laughs> you fucking pussy. Honestly. Game day. Game day. We had to go get Pharrell. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We no, just wait, started look, talking hey, about the basketball, look. Scotty. It's Look at this. He's breaking out all the good shit. Oh, this wow. is like breaking out the fine china. Okay? I don't want to ruin Browns. my do. I, I got a lot of got to be glued up there to keep this puppy up in the air. <laughs> but I got I to gotta bust out this one. Look you wear this. this one to the game. You're on at least an eight ball. And a bottle of bullet. If you roll into, you know, where the Steelers play, as you know, uh, <laughs> hey, Sheriff, man, you know, I don't call it anything else anymore. It's called where the Steelers play. That's I'll it. Never say the name of that insurance company. Who needs insurance? They ruined the ketchup bottle. The day they tore down that ketchup bottle, I wished ill will on all those fuckers. And I know that uh, it's just where the Steelers play. And I use it for Pitt, too. When they got a game, I'm like, 
Yeah, Penn's playing the balls where the Steelers play. That's the new name of the stadium. But they're playing tonight in Cleveland with all those fat, slob whores they got living in that town. So Listen, uh, but, Scotty. Tell the people, explain to them, because because Peralt likes to come on the show and just bury cities. He does it all the time. Right. But you know, you remember back in the day when Cleveland was actually good, and this was a real rivalry. It hasn't been that way for a long time, but Ben is gone, and the Steelers owned them under Ben. But tell the people, you got any good stories about being at a game with them Cleveland people or anything that happened? Or Explain the level of this rivalry tonight. I got to tell you, uh, my experience with Cleveland has always been uh, pretty fun. Like, it's a town full of drunks, just like Pittsburgh. Uh, it's, you know, hardworking people busting their ass, uh, trying to make a living and, uh, you know, having their beer and their, and their browns. I'm cool with that. Uh, but growing up in Pittsburgh, we were trained and taught and beaten uh, as children, to hate those fuckers. Yes. Yes. That's all I know is I hate them dead. I always have, and uh, I always will. The problem is, is that, you know, I think the Steelers uh, suck, <laughs> and I think they have their hands full tonight. Like, I don't think that defense is that good. I know everybody keeps talking about the Steelers wanted defense, but – Without T.J. Watt, it's like playing without pads on. They just aren't as tough. There's no real pressure. They went from seven sacks and five turnovers to none. Like, without him, it's just candy ass. It's like they're all a bunch of pussies or something when he's not playing. It's amazing to me. Everybody said, uh, even Ben said on his podcast that, you know, High Smith, it's his time to step up. You know, honestly... What did he do in that game against the Patriots besides nothing? What did they go to the red zone once? Now, I'll give him this. He can hook up with Friar Muth. He did in the Bengal game. That was a big pass that set up the winner. Uh, they had no business winning that game either. They had no business winning the game in Cincinnati with all the missed field goals, McPherson, Shankopotamus, and hitting, you know, getting blocked, extra points, and then the, the shank left, and then Oswell goes upright and then finally hits one. They had no business winning that game. Uh, the only reason they were in that game was the five turnovers and the seven sacks. They haven't had a sack since. Uh, I, I'm not that into them in terms of, you know, I've always felt like, Dave and Matt, that they're not really a road team for me. Now, I'll give you that they own the Browns in history, but and they beat them twice last year, fair enough. But my feeling is, you know, since like the 80s, let's just say, let's go back to the 80s. In the 70s, uh, they won every game. Right. Uh, they won four Super Bowls in six years. In the 80s, they were they blew, you know, porno dick. Right. And they, right. uh, they couldn't win on the road if the other team was doing blow in the locker room <laughs> and taking a giant yammer and forgot what time the kickoff was. <laughs> and then in the 90s, it kind of got back to that. Then they started winning again in the yeah. 2000s with yeah. Penn, right? And they yeah. started winning on the road. Ben owned the Browns. Yes. But Ben's a fat ass now, <laughs> and he has nothing to do with this. And your boy Mitch is reverting back to his old ways, where he's like a pussy playing quarterback. He needs to roll out with his 27-year-old big-ass frame and throw the ball. Get out of the pocket. In the pocket, he is as bad as Roethlisberger in his oh. last year's cement shoes. Oh. And he, they need to get out 
and roll out and throw the ball. He's got great receivers, great tight end, great back in Harris. Dump it to his ass and let him run. That guy had, uh, what's he got, 70 yards in two games? <laughs> back to Canada's boring, <laughs> snot-nosed offense. That guy, they should have fired that fucking guy <laughs> last year when they saw how bullshit their offense was. Oh. I went to games. Oh. I had more fun seeing how many lines my friend was going to do before the game in the bathroom than watching that offense. Honestly. I mean, they suck that boring-ass off-tackle offense of theirs. And they're doing it again. When are they going to realize oh. that guy sucks? I don't care who he is. So he has a nice he's wife putting, kids. He's putting Pickett in the answer. A lot of people are talking about this, Scott. Like, putting Pickett in. Like, we can't put Pickett in. That's not going to help, is it? It's the office. Uh, I just don't believe that the front office, which is the Roonies, and the and Khan and the coaching staff, including Mike, who's always rolling with his – have you ever seen him? He always goes to the press conference with his, you know, Jesus Christ hanging out. Chain like, out. And he's always trying to be – like, use big words. Big words. I don't really understand it because he's a brother. Most of my friends I ball with, 95% are brothers. None of them ever use fucking big words, ever. They, they never use big words, like big word people. You know, like lawyers and CEOs and politicians. They use big words. Big word. And then Tomlin's always trying to sound all smart and big wordy and smart. sophisticated. Why doesn't he just brother up and just start, you know, telling it like it is? He has no plans whatsoever through 10 weeks to play Kenny Pickett and shut all these drunks up because the Steeler fans, as you know, no, he did say that though. He did say that, listen, didn't he? I yeah, he, he did, that. but I, like, I'm a season ticket holder. There isn't one fan that I know that knows his head from his asshole <laughs> in Pittsburgh. They're all a bunch of fat drunks. They scream and yell and cuss at the games like they're Chuck Knoll or something, or, you know, like they got some kind Bill of power, like Bill Cower, like they got rings and everything. Everyone in Pittsburgh thinks they're the head coach of the team at the game. They're all yelling and screaming. That's it. Yeah. The best part of my experience at every game I go to is the absolutely despicable language I hear in the section that I sit in. It is a symphony of profanity and drunks oh, and no. junkies. I love it. I sit in there and they're all hammered, slurring. Chicks are talking about cheating on their husbands. I listen to all of it. It's great. But one thing I know is that not one of those fucking nimrods knows anything about football or what they're going to do in the front office or on the sideline in their play calling or planning or game strategy. Shut the fuck up and go have another beer, you fat piece of shit. Honest to fucking Christ. Oh, he's a Steeler fan, for the record. He's a Steeler fan. He's a Steeler fan. Steeler fan. He's a ticket holder. They're not going to play the kid. And when they do, and when they do play him, That'll be the end of Mitch. That'll be the end of Mitch. Mitch will go work in insurance or estate planning. He'll go, he'll go do something else. Maybe he'll do a podcast with Ben. Who knows? Uh, but I know this. Once that kid takes over, it's all over but the shouting for the next 12 to 15 years. Oh. I love Kenny Pickett like everybody else. It's not time. 
They realized, do you realize Vegas? Man, you know, Dave, you know, Vegas had them at seven and a half for a reason. I'm not going to be surprised at all if they lose tonight. You know what? The language in my house will be deplorable <laughs> when I'm watching the Steeler game. I told you the other day, Dave, I'm yeah. having health issues. I'm having health problems. Yes. I'm having oh. numbing shoulders. Listen, um, I got a hemorrhoid, oh. too. Right? The other day, I dropped one, and I and I had blood down there. And you know what I mean? I'm not even kidding. I've had, I've had listen, four ass surgeries. Howard what? Stern and I used to talk about what? the – Howard what? and I both had fistulas, right? Those are when you get the river quiet, like the Colorado, the big and the little Colorado, it splits into two rivers. So what happens is my ass canal had a, uh, you know, split down the middle. So when you cable, your your log splits into like a cutter at the, at the lumber shop. into, So you can't have that. So Howard Stern and I both had the same thing. You get them from your grandpa, your dad, and then you. My son's future's fucked. He's going to have them. So I had four surgeries for him. And then what happens is every three or four years, I have to have a phorelinoscopy. And I'm having one. I'm going on the uh, 20, I think, 27th. Next Is that next week? Next week, I go to see my asshole doctor. And he's going to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to put me to sleep, shove a tennis ball can up my asshole, and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be really hungry. But not before I drink that lube on Sunday night and have Rita for five hours straight. I mean, blow ass like you have no idea. And then you wake up and you're hungry as hell, but at least it's over. So what I'm saying here is, is that, the NFL what are you saying? <laughs> has caused my asshole to bleed. With the three bad beats last week I had, with the Ravens up 28-7 at 35-14, that was the first trickle of blood. Second trickle of blood started more like a pond of blood. I had a full pond of blood, and that was um, the Browns. The, the Browns, Browns up 30 to 17 with a minute 50 left, yeah. and the Jets won. And that was another dime out the window. And then I had a pond of, of blood. And then Rams. the Rams were up 31 10. Rams and they you, didn't man. cover against the Falcons. And yeah. then I had a full ocean of blood in the toilet. And then my wife, I said to my wife, I go, hey, 34C, uh, I got blood in here in the toilet. And then she's on the phone with, you know, you know, Dr. Uh, Galena, my boy Greg, Scott's bleeding from the ass again. And then he goes, he must have lost oh. some bets. Whenever I lose a lot of bets, my my whole asshole puckers, and then I have uh, hemorrhoids and fistulas, and then I got to go have ass surgery. Oh, oh, that's no good. Well, I told you the other day, Dave, like, we- these fucking games and spreads are killing me. And I tell Private Eye all the time, the big one, I feel it. Oh, it's coming oh, on. And like then the numbing shoulder. Elizabeth, then, I'm coming to join you. We right, can't right. go, Pharrell. Right, we right, still right. got too much to do. We can't have you going over these then, fucking and games. I'm the, only guy, I'm the only guy in the world that can admit that he's bleeding from his ass because of betting losses. Now, I hit, listen to this, 63% of the spreads last week in college football. Here you go. The week before that, 63% spreads. Oh. The week before that. You read your own writing. Week one, 25 and 11 against the spread of college. In college, I'm a rapist. 
I hit every day. I'm the, they call me the, the rapist. The where ripper. can people get these picks? Where can people get these picks? Pharrellonthebench.com. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened since the Edson Diesel. People love it. They're like, oh, you're charging too much money. Fuck off. I make people tons of money. All I do is make people money. Hide the money from your wife. She's probably fucking the head coach of the Boston Celtics anyway. So, you know, I mean, the pro football betting has got me so scared and stifled that I got ponds and river quiet blood in my asshole. Oh, God. And now how is Matt going to edit this show today? This oh, is my third. This is my I don't third know. Fair is done. Fair is drinking already. It's ten forty-five, and Fair is drinking. Fair is already. Yeah, listen, he's drinking. The, the edit of this show, he deserves an Emmy just for editing this show. Man. <laughs> I mean, he might as well. He should have one of them uh, fart horns they use at the <laughs> side of the track and field. You know, when they start the race, <laughs> they gotta have enough for everyone. I mean. I think the over-under today on swearing on the show was 94 and a half. Over. Went over. Go over. <laughs> Baltimore, New England on Sunday. What's going on with this number? What do you think? Because, you know, Matt's sitting here. We're talking about Mac Jones and the Patriots. You just saw right. him against the Steelers. Baltimore just caused your ass to bleed against, you know, blowing that lead against the Dolphins. And somehow the Ravens are favored, Scotty. What's the hell's going on with that game? Yeah, that's a place I went to before and behaved very poorly, uh, Gillette Stadium. Uh, I had a lot of rich friends took me up there. I was in some luxury oh. suite. Uh, the Foxwoods people were there. I think oh. we were on narcotics. Oh. There was all kinds of bad, you know, felonious <laughs> shit going on. I don't remember much, but I know this. Every time I ever went to that place, I lost. That, you, you go there, you lose. That's a place to go to lose. You go, you go play up in uh, Foxborough. You lose. That's what happens there. So I still took the Ravens because I like when my ass bleeds. <laughs> I, I lay three with the Ravens because I want to lose and I want to wipe my ass and have bloody toilet paper action so I can show my wife and like, look up at it. <laughs> and then uh, what other games you want to know about? I'm ready for all of them. I'm going to hit games this week if it's the last thing I do. For my Buffalo, own Miami. Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo's laying a big number on the road. I got it at five and a half early. I told the Pharrell of Indians on PharrellandEvents.com, I said, get it in now at five and a half because it's going to roll. And it rolled to six. It'll be six and a half by the time they kick it off. But it shouldn't be because the Dolphins are that good. Uh, remember the last two Septembers, Allen went down there and did them rectally and ended up player of the week. He put up about a dime on them, both games combined. Uh, the Bills are better than the Dolphins. The Dolphins played great comeback, but that was more on the Ravens bending over than it was anything else. If you're not going to play defense and you're going to let Hill run wide open, 30 yards up, wide open from anyone defending him, you're going to lose. So I still think personally, and the, and the Dolphins were my sleeper all year. I said Dolphins and Vikings and the Dolphins are living up to it, but they're not, uh, they're not as good as the Bills. They are not as good as the Bills. The Bills are the best team in the NFL. And they are having sex with everyone they play. They win every game by double digits, 20 straight by double digits. I mean, if I lose that bet this week, I'm going to cut off my finger. <laughs> don't cut off any digits. Please don't cut off. Any digits. You already bleeding from one you end. See, we don't need you, you cutting off. 
Who's going to shoot the ball in the basketball league? Look at my cut off a digit. Look at how cutting off no digits. I brought Minnesota. I broke that hand in five places playing basketball. That's a wayward pinky. It don't even go the right way. What the hell is wrong with that thing? I'm going to cut it off. I'm going to cut it off. You can't play basketball with a cut off finger. Minnesota, Detroit, six. Minnesota minus six. Hold on. I played basketball, Nerf basketball, Nerf basketball with Ronnie Lott with his cut off finger in my TV studio. And he wore a suit with a suit and tie. And he beat me uh, in physicality alone in the studio at Sirius at Howard Stern playing Nerf indoor Nerf dunk basketball. Ronnie Lott beat me with his, uh, you know, wayward pinky that he cut off. Uh, what was the other game you wanted me to Minnesota, Detroit, minus six, Minnesota. I'm on Minnesota in many. Uh, it's the only place that Cunt Kirk Cousins can win a football game. When he goes on prime time, he's just the worst. But when he plays on Sundays in Minneapolis, yeah. he lights it up. And yeah. I'm telling you, Jefferson isn't the best receiver in the NFL. Stephon Diggs is, hands Ooh. down. He had three the other night. What did Jefferson do? Uh, Against in, Philly? In, you know what he did? He ate his boogers on the sideline <laughs> because he never caught a pass. Why he ate his, eat boogers. his boogers. And sometimes it's good to just eat your boogers <laughs> when you suck and you do nothing. Last game. If you're Last the game best, for me. If you're the best, you score a touchdown in every game. Like Last game Randy for me. Moss never had a game with four yards. The fuck Gr- <laughs> Green Bay <laughs> in Tampa Bay. All right, it's it's the maybe the last time we see Rodgers play Brady. Tampa's down to minus one. What's the trick here? What's the hell's going on here? What side do you like in this game? I mean, I was on the box from the jump with you know laying one and a half, and uh, their entire team is a mash unit. Uh, like I think my weed dealer is playing slot receiver in the game. For the bucks. I, I'm not sure, but it could it could very well be. He's got great hands. I gotta tell you that kid. But uh, I like the Bucks and Raymond James in their home opener. All the, because I think their defense is gonna fuck with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But that's probably a game I won't touch because of all those injuries. I'm not betting on a team with 15 guys in the hospital ward with whatever they got going, the Hanta, which is COVID or whatever the hell else, knees, arms, legs. Uh, colonoscopies. I don't know. All I know is I don't. I, I don't want to bet on a bunch of dudes that aren't playing. Well, Scott, we'll get you out here on this. Aaron Judge needs two home runs to pass Roger Maris. Red Sox four game set. Which of the four games does he hit number sixty two? Well, not tonight because Michael Walker is a guy that he doesn't hit. Right. Uh, and you know I could be wrong, uh, and he could hit two tonight for Christ's sakes. I hope he does because <laughs> I love him. But I, I'm very nervous of Waka 11 and one. I like them with a run and a half, to be honest with you. I didn't have the gigantic balls to put it up because you start doing that one and a half land getting, oh. it's a tough way to make a living. Last night I had, um, I had nine of them going last night. Mm. I hit five of them uh, with run lines, but I don't really like that. Cause the, you know, the Yankees uh, right now, like I'm not judging what they did with the pirates. But no. they scare me against Waka. And I think uh, Jamison Shots of Tyone is going tonight. He's been getting lit up like a bong lately, giving up four or five runs a game, home runs left and right. And every time the Yankees and Red Sox play to me, it's it's scratch. It's like 
It's a whole new day, whole new game. Nothing else matters, not the season series, not their record, not their overall day. What worries me is Waka. Waka's a problem. I think he'll get it on uh, by, by Sunday, it'll be over. But yeah, I think, you know, probably my guess is Friday night, Sunday, it's over. He'll, he'll pass him. He'll end up with, I think, 65, 66 home runs at least. Uh, I don't think he's going to get 70, but I think he's going to get – I've said this before, he's getting at least $350 million over eight years. And I said to Bob Nightingale, $400 million, he said, no way, he's too old. And I'm like, the only way you keep that guy from going anywhere, even out the door to take a phone call from the Mets or the Giants or anybody else, the only way you do it is the way George would have done it. Give him $400 million and shut the door. Game over. Uh, this guy, so Trout and all these guys get $450 million. Because they're younger. Well, Mike Trout's back makes him about 50 now. Right. And he's still going to get all that money. They give the money to the kid out in San Diego, and he's uh, shooting roids. Uh, I don't trust anybody with that kind of money, but I would give it to Aaron Judge because he's clean and he's the face of the Yankees. And if he leaves, I hope that Hal and Brian die together in a conference. <laughs> If he leads, Scotty, you're the best. You're the best. Real New Yorkers. That's what real New Yorkers would say if they let this guy leave the Yankees. They'll wish death on those two. Ever. (laughs) I'm gonna go eat my soup now. Maybe the I I have this. uh, (laughs) I have this lasagna, Tuscan lasagna soup. It's orange. Maybe it's orange in my stool, not blood. I, I eat a lot of it. For day. your sake, I, I hope that's soup. the case. I always have a bowl of soup before Johnny, show you're... to lube up my, my dulcet tone. Uh, see you later. Thanks for coming in here. Bye, man. Have that's fun editing real. this one for real. Have, have fun, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for all the advice. Turn the fucking camera on. I mean... What do we you do? Know what the, that's, a, that's an easier edit than the Super Bowl edit, right? <laughs> oh. The Super Bowl edit was was it was not going to be possible to do that. So, oh my oh gosh, my that was God. thirty minutes or a lot of fun, Farrah. Uh, I mean, what do we? Well, I'm sorry, Farrah. I mean, it's going to be a lot of work. I hope you were logging it as you went. Yeah, he, um, I think he was prepared. We, we you know, certain people we just are prepared for what they're going to do. And, you know, God. he's one of them. So, uh, the brigade is requesting for Pharrell Thursdays. By the way. It's FYI. Wow. <laughs> like, like we did Dubsy Wednesday. They want. Oh, God. We might have to talk to the agent or something and see if we can make that work. God, he just brings it every time. He's so fun. Oh, oh, he's man. just so fun. Uh, all right. So, a couple of sports betting news and stories. Uh, have, this is quite the transition, by the way, <laughs> to go from that to this. But okay. Um, I'm not going to be able to stay, not hear River of Blood for a while. That, 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 that's just out. not, that's not going to be able to hear that. How about term. when he described how the log splits in two? That was such a perfect explanation. I mean, when so you got bad. problems, so fissures bad. and all this other stuff, put so all bad. those things on but the list it, of stuff. It is I a good thought. thing, though, for you guys our age, you know. You got to do not, it. They're not fun, okay? No one wants to go to a proctologist, but it ain't you know. even that bad. I had to do it when I got after the stroke. It's pretty they, bad. They touched me it's and poked me. And all hey, this come stuff. on, let's let's go. Let's just say what it is, okay? It's not fun. It ain't that it, bad. I've had it. It's not fun. It's not. It's not enjoyable. But we, you should do it. You know, every couple of years, you should definitely go ahead because it can save your life. And you know, it's it's an inconvenience, but your insurance will cover it most likely for you. Yeah, and it could save your life. 
So you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. You have to you just absolutely 100% have to, especially when you get to my age, because I'm, I, I turned 45 and my doctor was like, okay, when, when are we doing your next colonoscopy? And I was like, when do I have to? <laughs> and they're like, well, the last one was five years ago. So, you know, we need to, you know, every five years, you need to start to do it. Now you're 45, right. you got to have it more consistently once you get 45. So it's supposed to be every year when you get 45. I'm 52. I did it last year at 51. And the doc said, you're good for five years, but you know, yeah. we'll keep an eye on it. So knock on wood. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You go and get a good report. I mean, oh, that's, no, that's what you want. Yeah. You want nothing. Right. You want them to come out and say, yeah. clean bill of health. You're all on your way. You're fine. Right. Otherwise they come out and say, Hey, we got to look at X, Y, Z, keep an eye on this, keep an eye on that. Or they got to go in and get something. Right. That's no fun. Like you don't want to yeah. be part of that, but it could save your life. Uh, all right. Maryland is going to go. I don't know. Maybe they talked to Massachusetts <clears> and they thought that was, they heard they're 30 and we're like, fuck it. 60. They want 60 books, Dave. 60 books. Why? How in the hell is anyone going to make any money? Or is this a race to the bottom with whoever offers the best sign-up bonus? Well, you talked about the names yesterday. Where was that? In Ohio? <laughs> in Ohio, yeah. Yeah. So Before now we're going we're gonna to do 60. It's going to be Scott bet. It's going to be right. It's going to be, it's right. Gonna be, yeah. Let's do Dave bet. bet. Let's do BVB bet. Let's do, let's let, I mean, I, when you sent me this yesterday and I saw it and I was like, all right, if we could circle the wagons and get the boys together or something, <laughs> do a book, just fuck it. Let's do a book. I'll, I'll help do the numbers. Oh, we'll get God. the right system to automate a lot of the stuff and we can book the games ourselves. Fuck it. Like everyone else is doing it. Why not? I mean, you know, you got these, these, these software providers telling you this is what you can do. We'll just automate it. You know, all these paper heads are doing it. Just get the customers. Now, 60 in one state, you're going to talk about from about, if you were to do a top 25 ranking, like in, the, in, in college football, okay, you'll have one, two, and three, which we'll all recognize. Maybe some fours and five. After five, you'll be like, who in the hell is this? And who is this? And who is this? If you're four or five, you might as well be 55 or 60. There's no delineation between all of it. And I mean, got a lot of friends that work still in these places that are just like, look at, and I go, guys, what are we doing as a business? As a as a as a um, industry, mm. well, I'm talk also, about dilute, diluting the product. Maryland is the reason why I find this to be so wild is because when you talk about states that have low population bases but are pretty much a bedroom community state. What I mean by that is you live in Maryland and you work in D.C. You right. live in Maryland, you work in Delaware. Like you go you live in Maryland, very, you work in Virginia. That too. You live in Virginia. Right. You can go and, and Delaware is legal. Virginia is legal. DC is legal. You're surrounded by all you're these last. states. You're last in. So now you're already dealing with the fact that most of your customers have gone to other places. They want to bet. They've gone across state lines to go and bet. Now they're happy. They can bet in their home state. However, the problem is the population base is not that big to drive any real revenue. So it, like you, you can have sixty sports books, but how much money is anybody going to actually make in that state? <laughs> like it's too Did small. You it's just like say the quiet part out loud again. 
but it's just the it's just I'm it's so because we're from the east we're, we're from the east coast right so we I'm know so we, when we look at the geography of where these states who go legal yes, yes they just don't have the population base to make it even you know people are going to rush in there they're going to go and grab licenses and they're going to open up shop and they're going to go oh let's go and then after six months they're all going to look around and go what did we pay <laughs> what are we making who said that? Said, why do we? Why are? Why are we doing? Why are we in this state? The same thing happened in Colorado. All, oh, all, all of these uh -oh. books ran to Colorado, and they all opened up, and then they all looked around, and they were like, "You making any money? No. You making any money? No. Um, no. why are we here? What's the point? Oh, it's good for the brand. All right, <laughs> I guess. What's our operating cost? Okay. Um, is it really worth it? I. I I mean, this reeks of a state that in two years will have like five sports books. Like that's it. If they because have a consolidation or because of they all just, business, they all go either, either or both. They just stop operating. Either they get bought out or they stop operating and they right. just say, it's not worth it financially for us to be involved in this state. It, it, there's no money here. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's, I mean, that's exactly what, is going to happen. You you pointed out something that I think. Why is nobody saying this? It is the last state in that circle to go. All of the customers that bet already do. There's not enough people in Maryland to overcome these customer acquisition costs of getting new customers. There's not enough. It's not New York. New York tried this. You know they were kind of last because Pennsylvania, New Jersey. All mm -hmm. the bordering states had it. Connecticut as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, didn't work there. And they mm -hmm. got the more more people than any state in the country. There's mm -hmm. three books there that are still making it. One is actually making money. The rest are all still losing. And then the other ones after that are fighting for scraps. Maryland's going to allow 60 books. You can understand it from the from the Maryland Gaming Commission and the Maryland State, you know, people will let everybody come in. You pay the licensing fee, come on in. We don't give a shit if you make it or not, right? Absolutely. Let the free market determine who succeeds and who doesn't. I'm sure. fine with that. It's just 30 mobile operators, 50 brands in one state with 60 books potentially in operation. It's not 60 licenses is nuts. I mean, that's just, I mean, look. <laughs> I can go out and sell every piece of furniture I got in the house. I need someone to buy it for me to make any money. So just because they make 60 licenses available, it doesn't mean 60 licenses are going to be sold, right? Right. I mean, maybe there's 15. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. We allow 60 or maybe only 15. Like it just depends about how many people actually want to buy the license. What's the tax rate? I haven't seen in Maryland. It's, okay, it's pretty I low. Seen, I, I, I haven't I seen it either. It's low. It's it's competitive. I mean, because Maryland was a state that a lot of people, our guy Ryan Bollinger from the, the Golf News Net, it lives in Maryland and it right. bets every day and has to drive to go bet. He pisses him off. So he was all jacked up this morning when he saw that this actually happened. He was like, finally, he wants to get, you know, he doesn't want to drive anymore, which I get it. But I mean, he, I asked him, I was like, how big is the market in Maryland? He goes, it's, you know, there's going to be some pretty big players because there are some really rich people but it's not going to be as like consistent. There's just not enough people there to have it be anywhere near some of the other states population wise. Yeah. And like, it was funny. There's a big article that came out. It was headlined how New York became the sports gambling capital of America. 
And our guy Chris Grove wrote underneath and wrote, by becoming the most populous state. <laughs> Look, and there's a lot of truth to that, right? Right. It's like, hey, sports betting in New York is huge. Yeah. Are there, it's the biggest state that has legalized sports betting, right? Well, yeah. Wouldn't that make sense? <laughs> just, just from a number perspective that they'd be the most, the biggest handle? Oh, I guess so. Did Chris say that on a panel yet? He should say that on a panel when he goes and speaks at one of those panels. <laughs> he tweeted. Uh, he tweeted underneath the story. The headline oh, was. That's awesome. <laughs> the yeah. head, headline this is was, all shit. I literally have been saying this for yeah. five years. Like how did the, how did New York become the sports betting capital of America? And he wrote yeah. by being the most populous right. state. Yeah. By having is, the most people. No shit. Yeah. Like that's, but that's truth. But right. nobody wants to hear that. Until after the fact, and like a lot of these stories that get framed a certain way, that's why it's good that you know Butler puts this out. Like just just says it. Right. We have got other guys that do it too. Yeah, um, that we know that put these stories out. That keep people in check. But I, well, I mean, how many? That, there's three states left that are going to change this whole thing. Like, well, let's talk about one of them. This article, this headline is phenomenal. This is California. According to iGamingNext.com's latest article, I just thought this was funny. California sports betting has a snowball's chance in hell of passing. <laughs> truth this shall is awesome. set you free. The just, truth shall set you free. California sports betting bill doesn't stand a snowball's chance and a snowball in hell's chance is the headline that man, for oh, it to, to actually to work. So when does California get sports betting? If we're not going to have it in November, how long? Two years, three years. I mean, Nevada, the winner here is Nevada because that's the only state that I have said for the longest time that will impact their handle in, in here in Vegas. Correct. If California stays illegal, we're good. Even when it goes legal, they ain't going to be able to do the stuff they're doing here or there, what they're doing here. $500 million for something not to pass. Unbelievable, right? Five hundred million for something to not happen. <laughs> I mean, dang, that money could have been used for so many better things. Should have just given them half and said, "Give it to the, you know whoever. Just take the two fifty and do something with it." Because it ain't better off pass. going and betting it. Just go go, go go to a rival book and bet it. <laughs> like, well, I mean, forget. Just give it to some, you know. Worthy cause organization, go, go build, go a, build yeah. a school, go right. do something with the damn money. But you put all this money into these ads. And I mean, we saw it in the summer. I was there with the kids for two days and my daughters are so perceptive, 19 and 17. They don't miss nothing. And they were watching. We were watching a Padre game in the hotel. And they're like, why is this commercial on every inning? I said because because they're paying for it every single every half inning. inning it was on every three outs commercial every three outs commercial the and they go game. back and they go back to back when I'm Correct. watching uh, when I'm watching when I'm watching baseball they they go back to back is prop twenty seven no prop twenty seven yes prop oh. twenty six no prop twenty six yes like it's just there's no even like like. In most marketing people, like when you work in broadcasting, oftentimes there's things in the system that enable you to not have rival things go back to back. So like if you're watching a baseball game, you wouldn't want a Chevy commercial and then a Ford commercial, right? You wouldn't want direct competitors. You want something in between. They need every, they have so many ads they have to run. They can't do that. They have to run them back to back because they don't have the ad revenue. They they don't have the, the actual inventory that they've sold to give to these people. 
So they actually, I mean, that's a normal procedure, though. They, they try to separate 100%. The competitors. You, you do not want to. They have never to. tried during any of this campaign. Because they can't. They're on back-to-back right. literally every they, time. Well, if you only have 100, say you have 100 spots, right? And you sell 40 to yes and 40 to no. Oh. You have to air your other you stuff. You have to air your okay. other your, your other people. You have 10 gotcha. spots sold okay. to Bill, John, Seth, Chevrolet or whatever. You have to, you can't separate it. You just, you're not able to actually have do enough, it. Right. You just have to slam them together and run with it because you don't have a choice. Right. Okay. They'd rather not, but they have no choice to do it. <laughs> so they have to do it because the audience gets pissed off when you see an ad. It's like when political ads go back to back it's and it's so like annoying. the Democrat right. and the Republican. You're right. Like they try not to do that, but sometimes they oversell it. They have no choice. They've got to run them back to back. Which, which only makes them more annoying. And I don't want to vote for nobody. And hell yeah. Cause it keeps it really in your face and you're like, right Come there. On. You're like, get it out of here. I don't hit want me no for look. 30 seconds and get away from me. Don't right. hit me for 30 and then hit me with another 30 with the other yep. guy or with the other right. side of this prop. Stay, because now right. I'm done listening to all of you. Right, you, you got me for thirty. You invaded my space and my ears. Now you got me for sixty. I don't want to listen to any of it. You tune it all out. You when does it. it? So, I mean, I don't know when it happens, but which state happens first? Because the big three that are left, that somebody's going to actually make a huge amount of money, or not make a huge amount of money, impact the market with a huge amount of money, revenue handle, whatever, Florida, Texas, California. If you were to rank them right now on September 22nd, 2022, mm -hmm. what's the order that they Florida, fall? California, Texas. Yeah, Texas is definitely last. Mm -hmm. Definitely last. Mm -hmm. And I mean, California's got so many interests and things in mind, and it's so big that it's going to be a while. So I, I would rank them exactly the same way. I would say Florida gets it first. Mm. They fuck it up there. Just Bad. like they did in New York. They're going to, they already did. They tried to slide it in and just do it. And then everybody mm -hmm. was like, hold on, time out. Give right. it 20. We, we, you messed that up. Right. But they'll get it first. I, I mean, it ain't happening in 2023. I don't think no. so. California or Florida. California for sure. No, they have to. Cali's going to go through a whole new cycle. They got to get all. They'll do a whole new vote in California, which is a whole nother year. Correct, and a whole nother election cycle of advertising. They'll need the signatures. They got to go through all over again. They got to do it all. <laughs> they'll do it all again. So that's the problem. Their biggest problem is that they have competing. They need to get on the same page. The 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 tribal, um, the tribes and. The betting companies need yeah. to get on the same page and have one proposal, yes or no, on the no ballot. Way. People are mm -hmm. too confused right now. Nope. I mean, there's pluses and negatives to both, right? I mean, the $100 yeah. million dollar license is a joke, but not allowing mobile sports betting and not wanting it is also a joke. So right. you have to figure out different ways. And, and look, the tribes just have to figure it out. The, the Native American tribes who run these casino properties – just have to understand that they need to transition to digital and their brick and mortars will be helped by digital, but they're so afraid of, we need to hold on to everything. They're like a couple of groups here in Vegas. They're just so worried that, you know, they see the meteor coming. They just want to delay, delay, delay until hope that hope it might, it might miss them by some way, but it's, it's going to be a direct hit. We've had Richard shoots on the show mm -hmm. guys, seen it all, done it all. He's on the back end as far as, 
career and but he's he's that guy looking back he already knows the answers him and i have discussed this off the air i would love nothing more than for shoots and myself and a couple other people in the industry to just form the consulting group you obviously will run the media arm of it and we'll just tell people the truth the indian tribes don't know the truth they don't trust anybody and they're being lied to 100%. So they have to dig their heels in and hold true to this because they have the laws that they can go to right now. Right Now, when somebody figures out how to change the laws and walks over them, that's probably what's going to happen. And the big companies will pay the licensing fee. If they tell them it's $100 million, they'll have it because they keep spending. They don't care about ever making money. So you can see what's going on. Now, is it going to make it better for the consumer and for the business? I mean, that's all we need to actually understand. Have them call me, DM me at SportsBK and say, reach out to shoots. We'll, we'll, we'll put a dream team together. We'll tell you the truth. We'll be able to evaluate the tribes. You have an advantage. You already are in all of these places. Get with people. Get together. Everybody gets benefits from competition, from business. There'll be revenue generated. The jobs generated, again, that's been a nice sales pitch for a lot of people. Eh. It's just, I, I mean, my frustration, we can move off after this, but my, my frustration with this has always been that if you think that mobile gambling is going to kill your brick and mortar, you're the same person that said that television was going to kill people going to games. Yeah. It's just not true. I think it's just the argument that they have to make to hold on to it. It's, I don't think they really believe that. Okay. I don't think they do. But I think they have to say that publicly because you see what's going on with this. This guy at least told the truth in the in the headline. This is the truth. Doesn't send a snowball in hell chance of passing. It's great. I, I, I love that headline. So sorry, California. Uh, time for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Mm. Omaha Steaks right now, they are having a phenomenal semi-annual right. sale. Only happens twice a year. It's on right now. 50% off the entire site, site-wide. Plus, if you use the promo code BVB at checkout, Omaha Steaks is going to take off 30 bucks from your order so let's say mm. it's 300 bucks half off 150 120 you get 300 bucks worth of food for 120 bucks it's a pretty darn good deal right now going on at omahasteaks.com promo code bvb at checkout this time checkout at omahasteaks.com bvb this story is awesome <laughs> when i first read it i thought this has to be an sec story and it wasn't right. it's a pac-12 no. story I've heard yeah. worse. These stories have been worse, but mm. this is pretty bad. Yeah. A University of Utah student was arrested Wednesday after she allegedly threatened to detonate a nuclear reactor on campus <laughs> if Utah had lost to San Diego State over the weekend. She was going to push the button. <laughs> she was going to blow the entire campus up. <laughs> 21-year-old student allegedly posted on social media that if Utah lost on Saturday, she would, quote, detonate the nuclear reactor on campus. After identifying the woman and interviewing her, police arrested the woman, and she was booked in Salt Lake County uh, at the Salt Lake County Jail for making terroristic threats. She was released later on Wednesday, according to jail records. Police noted that although the woman in intended the comment to be, quote, a joke, we have zero tolerance policy for these kinds of threats. What? <laughs> she was kidding, I guess. And she well, got arrested. Of course she was kidding. 
I don't know. It's I I don't know how. I mean, in Alabama, I would say, yeah, I believe that. Like like <laughs> somebody oh, somebody was arrested on. for allegedly saying they're going to blow up a nuclear reactor on the campus of Bama lost to like South Dakota State or something. I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. What do you got to go to South Dakota State for? Then just whatever sub cupcake cream puff FCS directional Alabama. state. That's how you say it. Directional state. That way Same. nobody gets mad. Same. I used to say that in the book. You know, <laughs> oh, what are you Cam calling Rising, Rising and four touchdown tosses. She was okay. <laughs> Police noted in the affidavit that she had information about the reactor and had attended classes in the same building that the reactor is located. So she actually knew about the reactor. So there was a little bit of a like too close to home type of oh, joke. Like, yeah, it, it was ha ha funny, but like you had like the blueprints of like how to get in there and how to blow the thing. Up. Yeah, it was ha ha funny until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. <laughs> Just like trends of your friends until they're not. Right. Some crazy, some crazy chick is saying, I'm going to blow up if the team loses this, that, whatever. Have you ever been so mad at Penn State that you want to blow until it up? Hell you no. Like, <laughs> are you nuts? These people know. are crazy. This sounded like an SEC story. You sent it to me, and yeah. I was like, hold on. She don't. I was waiting for somebody to say she had a bet on the game. They were going to play the gambling. That's what you know. That's funny. Back to the Udoka thing. That was a, two of my friends texted me and said, "If Udoka was betting on the Celtics games, I'm done." Like they, they thought it was going to be like that was the allegation because initially it was on the Celtics games. Initially it was improper behavior. We didn't know what that meant. Like what is improper behavior? So two of my friends were like, "He's not betting on the games, right?" I was like, "I don't know. I sure as hell hope not." Hell no. <laughs> Well, you ain't betting on the games. Aren't we waiting for that? Want to put the gambling like it's the gambling? It ain't the gambling. Gambling's been going on. It ain't the gambling. Although there is going to be a gambling scandal. There's a hundred percent. Somebody's going to get to somebody. There's going to be something. This was a title fight with multiple women. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Can't shit where you eat. What is that? Is that? Is that? Is that the expression? I I wrote crap where you eat and on Twitter, but yes, it's don't show right. where you eat. You yeah. cannot do that. I mean, you got to know that. You can't be even threatening about pushing a button and blowing it up after a college football game either. I mean, like, I always look at these things and think, if this was my daughter, what would I say? Or if this was one of the kids that I coached, right? I'd have to take you out and be like, listen, can't even joke around about this. Well, then I would say, why did you have? you know, any information about the nuclear reactor in your, in your possession when you made this joke, cause it seems a little bit like, yeah, I'm kidding, but maybe I'm not. <laughs> so like all this uh, stuff got to be taken seriously at the beginning. Yeah. You have to like, even if she's crazy, even if you don't know, you got to take it serious because people, you can't, I mean, Oh, did she uh, have a bet on, did she have a bet on the game? No, she didn't bet on a game. <laughs> we sure. <laughs> I mean, why else would she want to blow up the team if they lost this up to San Diego State? Like, did an ex-boyfriend go to San Diego State or something? Like, what's the what's the anger with San Diego State? I don't know. That would be my question. Like, what's your problem? You don't like the Aztecs? What'd they do to you? Maybe she... I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't want to speculate. I don't know. I saw the story and I was like, man, is this... I would have bet, though, like the searing hot take of the day would have been the Celtics story. Well, so, that just became, it was too big. It was just, we had, we it, had just, to it, it outgrew the buy yeah. the meat segment. Yeah. It became too big. Like I couldn't, yeah. we could, uh, I'd be doing a, a complete disservice if, on the rundown. If I put the Adoka story at the bottom of the rundown, right, 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 right. <laughs> given right. where we are right now with, 
every single person in the in the sports world is talking about the, that story today. So we had to at least get onto that before we talked to to Scotty. About Fair. And and I knew that Pharrell would have a phenomenal take on it because well, it's right up his alley. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a catnip story for Scott Pharrell. No doubt. So, coach cheating on his. Wait, do you know who Nia Long is? No. Okay. So Nia Long's an actress. That that's who Ime Adoka was dating. Like a lot of people are like really mad about that. Like you cheated on Nia Long. How did you? I'm like, I mean, people tweet like the hottest female on the planet people cheat on. Like, <laughs> I never forget when David Justice and Halle Berry got divorced. That was the one for me because people right. would be like, how are they getting divorced? What could she have done or said that they're getting divorced? Right. Like it's Halle Berry. And everybody was like, I'll never forget. It was a debate in the book and it was all these guys talking. I was just sitting there listening. And the one guy was like, look, man, it's just some, I mean, everybody has somebody. It just gets to a point where you just can't, you look across the table while you're eating from them and you just can't stand the way they chew their food. And I was like, I guess so. I mean, you know, and it, it just sometimes yeah, show, it gets to that I, I mean, th- there's that joke, right? Show me the hottest chick on the planet, and I'll show you the guy who's sick of dealing with her shit. I mean, like, <laughs> there's just, it's just. Show me the hottest chick on the planet. This might go on a T-shirt. Can we fit that on a T-shirt? You've, never heard, that, on you've never heard that. You've never heard that comment, that saying, right? Show you me really? the hottest chick on the planet, and. I'll show you the hot. I'll show you a guy who's sick of dealing with her shit. Oh, I had a guy at a card game that said something very similar to that, but I like the way you said it better. Okay. It's just it's just the truth. It's just like there's just, you know. It works in reverse too. Of course. A hundred percent. The most gorgeous women guy go, in the world. They trade you in, man. When you Brad get older, Pitt, you're, you're I mean, out of the yeah. title fights. They just you're like, out. I'm gonna go get me a younger one. I ain't Absolutely. had enough of you. Yeah. Women tra- do trade women do trade-ins all the time. Guys do too. Go go to the store and trade it in. Newer model. Right. Tired, tired of driving the, you know, the one you've been driving for 20 years. You want to drive a new model. You straight it in. It <laughs> happens all the time. It's just, that's not like. No classic is. cars. People don't like classic cars. Nah, not really. No. Especially guys. Guys are always looking for that, uh, the, that upgrade, you know, <laughs> got the new model, <laughs> got the new engine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to go try out that new horsepower. <laughs> oh, so man. it happens a lot. It's, you know. Chef Betty just said everyone gets tired of the same meal every day. Yep. See a new dish and you want to try it. The truth. I mean, that's, I mean, there are people who genuinely fully believe in that, that polygamy is a healthier way of being than monogamy. (laughs) Title fights in different directions. Different weight, different weight classes, <laughs> different weight classes. <laughs> Chef Benny's roll. <laughs> that's awesome. In different weight classes. Oh, that's oh great. Try on different. You had to go. You know, the blonde belt and the brunette belt, and they got to go. <laughs> you're fighting for. Oh, that's great. That's good. All right. Uh, props.com prop bet of the day. Uh, oh, sorry. Prop, prop, story of the day. Going to go to tonight. We have a same game parlay action for you, Dave, to throw oh. at you. Uh, from our guy, Justin Bales, four leg plus 500. Holy shit. I tell you right now, I don't like this bet. Does this, <laughs> this, this involve the West Virginia game at all? No, it involves tonight's Steeler-Browns game. Steelers-Browns, you come up with four bets in this thing? Yep. He's going over 200 passing yards for Jacoby Brissett, and I think that is the leg that kills him. Okay. I don't think Brissett's throwing for 200 yards tonight. It gets worse from that? 
Trubisky over 200 yards passing tonight. That also is not happening tonight. Did he do this under duress? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then Amari Cooper over 55 receiving yards and Deontay Johnson over 55 receiving yards. He's playing. It's like, it's going to be an offensive game. I I mean, to me, like I could see this going over four. <laughs> I could see you doing the reverse and you probably get much better numbers. I would bet the I would bet under on all four of those bets. Oh boy. That's oh, how I would that's how I would bet this. I would go so now, wait, who the guys write these things who, two who days out. This? Who wrote this? Justin Bales, who I I I have a lot of Justin, Justin Bales. Bales listen, his brother Justin. is really smart, really Oh, good no, deep. no doubt. The Bales brothers are doing yeah. big things, have been been in the space, you know, For doing stuff. Highly respect them. So before but. he comes at me on the Twitter and says, you guys come are burying, making fun on, of my can. bets and all this other I shit. I just think he did it before the weather forecast. It feels like he wrote this story a day ago before he checked the weather. Listen, what, what what's the guy's name that does the weather on the Today Show? I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh, wow. gosh, of course you said that to me. Um, Used to be Willard Scott, but it's not Willard that's Scott. That's what I was going to say, Willard Scott, and then I realized yeah, it wasn't Willard yeah. Scott. The chat will don't tell us. The chat will tell us because, I mean, we're doing the show. It's a lot of times I can't think of a guy's name, but – you you are doing the weather a little bit too much now. I mean, you can't just make all these bets on the weather. You can on the wind when it comes to unders. The you can. wind is one thing, but you keep saying the Dude, weather. And anything that. that goes over twenty miles per hour. Al Roker. It just there came to me. All right, but anything that goes over twenty miles per hour, that's my number. You show me twenty mile per hour wind gusts, and I'm coming in on the under. I'm thing. I'm calling you Al Roker. Okay, but, but you just telling you, Justin. This would be one hell of a hit. And completely, I think, opposite. Well, the numbers are all changed, too, because you can get over 193 now. So, oh. I mean, the numbers are all changed because of the weather. So, Al Roker. Yeah, Al Roker. Um, so, let's see. The passing yards for Jacoby Brissett, uh, 181 and a half. Damn, 19, son. 18 and a half, <laughs> 18 and a half yard difference from mm. when he made the he, when he made the play here. So Ooh, just, I mean, we're going to be bad. Wind. I told you oh. one Mitch Trubisky is down to one eighty-eight and a half at oh, Fandle. Dear Lord. One. So boys, if you bet what I oh. bet today, if you took the two Oh five and a half for Dave, we're sitting on massive CLV right now for Trubisky. Don't bet it over yet. Don't let it, bet it over. Just let it sit right now. Let it fester. Let it, let it go marinate down. because the books okay. are right now trying to figure out what the hell's going on with that wind. I'd be Brissette's one eighty one and a half right now. Yep, Brissett's one one eighty one and a half. Trubisky's one eighty eight and a half. What is Chubb? <laughs> Chubb's still eighty four and a half. That's where we bet the over on that. So we'll get that here in a second. Uh, Najee fifty four and a half. Kareem Hunt forty three and a half. Brissett's at fourteen and a half. Wow. So we're gonna have wind and rain. Sloppy shit. I don't know if it's gonna rain as much. I, I haven't seen much in the rain forecast, but I've, Addison wind is, just Addison just said in the, in the chat it's gonna rain, but I don't know Addison yet. I'm gonna meet Addison. I like Addison already in the chat. He's providing some really good information. But uh, so this what sounds I, like a terrible situation if you have over. Yeah, so so here's right here. I don't think it's gonna rain. So we're talking um, tonight, starting at Man. six six p.m. tonight. Yeah, twenty one sustained winds, twenty two mile per hour sustained winds, twenty two eight o'clock, nine o'clock, twenty <laughs> ten p.m. eight four two one and one percent chance of rain. So it could rain, oh, but it's probably not gonna rain. Yeah. It's 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 raining there. I think the, in parts of Ohio, it's raining right now. 
But by game time, the rain's going to be gone. But on the back end of it, you're going to get the wind. Trent Junk just came in a chat and said, come here for betting discussion. Stay for the legal lessons and the weather forecast. Amen. <laughs> Which all factor into the betting, by the way. Which all factor. Counselor Peralt is doing yes. the weather like Al Roker. Just this telling you, under. Great. Gosh. Weather, under. Uh, props.com, prop bet of the day. Here's our baseball talk talking point for the day, Dave. We're going Zach Galen over right. five and a half Ks. Oh. For our boy Zach Galen here. Really? Uh, the props.com breakdown for this is he has had seven of eight games going six or more, averaging 7.6 per. Galen, for the last five games on the road, 11, 6, 12, 6, and 5 Ks. Damn. He's averaged close to six innings per game on the road this year and has gone seven or more, sorry, six or more in six, sorry, seven of the last eight road games. Projection from props is 6.2 Ks. Galen faced the Dodgers once this year, had four Ks, but that game was in April. How about Zach Galen over five and a half Ks? Dodgers win last night. I think the Dodgers. I don't know. I don't want to say the Dodgers last night. They hold on. Dodgers lost six to one. Bumgarner got the win. Dustin May got touched up. And the game stayed under. Damn. Um, I think I would lean with this over, even though it's minus one thirty. Okay. Wow. I haven't really been paying too much attention to the Dodger games because they've right. clinched and just hanging out the string. So I think you got to check the lineup. The rest of a lot of guys and better the resting people. Playing. We have the rest exactly. Of it's That's what I mean. So yeah. sounds like this number might be a little bit light. I would, I would choose 130 is pretty expensive. But. It is for a prop. Uh, time now for better to book it here. Three bets to throw at you. We've talked about most three today. Most of them under 39 Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yeah, we got to bet that we're betting that wind, 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 weather. All this stuff is happening. We've talked about the weather more this week than we have all since we started the show. Yep. Uh, we already have Vatek, by the way, is now the number moved the other way where we thought Vatek is plus two and a half. West Virginia money came in. So drove that number road favorite now up to two and a half for West Virginia. Coastal mm-hmm. now was minus two and a half on the road against Georgia State tonight. So those mm-hmm. are the other, other two bets I've got going. So you like under 39. But you already did that. You did that I did. yesterday. I know, but I'm just resetting because we, we did it yesterday. I'm just oh, resetting oh, oh, where, okay. the line, yeah, 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 yeah. where the so line is. have. You have Virginia Tech. I said book it because I like yeah. West Virginia. You and both. You them. have Coastal, Coastal minus, and two. I said I'm taking Georgia State. Correct. Okay, so you you have the one road. Home, I have a home favorite. dog in West Virginia, right? Vatech, and I have the road favorite right. on Georgia State and in Coastal. Right. Okay. Here's how it's going to go. I'm going to go either two and zero oh in college, and zero oh and three in the NFL, or three and zero oh in the NFL, and zero oh and two in college. Tonight, this is this is already predetermined. <laughs> this is how this is how my betting goes. This is just what this is how it goes. You can't you can't split split? I could split split, but it's really rare. Either I'm dead right on run and dead wrong on the other, or you just flip it around. Like it's it's very rare that That's I. That's the way it happened for a lot of people this past weekend. Yeah, either I'm I'm great on college, Saturday and, and Sunday, the pros, the or I suck in the pros, and I'm great in college. There's no right. like I don't go one and one and one and one. I'll take it, but I don't think I I don't think that's how I wound up tonight. See the chats listening. They didn't even hear 
you didn't hear me when I said the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. That's how it happened. Well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weekend. but that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Under. I'm with uh, you. Bet it. Under two and a half, 200 and a half yards passing for Mitchell Trubisky at minus 130. Number is now 188 and a half. I need this game. I need this over, I think, for the Steelers to win. Maybe not, though. Maybe the Steelers can ugly up this got, thing. and got Najee. I mean. Under 200 and a half. Man, that is shitty. That is boo caca. Um, so what's 188 and a half then? It's bad, bad. <laughs> Super bad. <laughs> Terrible. It's all It's all no good. Um. Mm. Oh, God. All right. I'll bet this one with you, too, because I don't think he's going to do it. But, man, oh, man, that's bad. It's bad. Nick Chubb, over 85 and a half yards rushing. This number has not moved. Minus 110. Book this. Ooh. I don't think he runs for that much. Okay. I don't know. That's a good number, though, right? I mean, that's that's high. It's high. That's high. But you just look at the way they're going to play. I don't think they're going to ask Brissett to throw in the weather. They better not. So in particular against the pass rush for the, the Steelers, you're asking for turnovers if that happens. Right. I mean, they just blew a game 31 <laughs> 30. Uh, you know, Chubb ran for 87 yards and three touchdowns against the jets, but the weather was nice and the jets of the jets. Right. It'll be tight. It'll be one of those. We need a we need a big one. We need like a sixty yard run out of him. Oh, you just get one twenty plus yard run. You're good. I think you need that because average carries or average yards per carry is probably four four and a half. Right on a good yeah. night. Right. So then you got to get 20, 20 carries, twenty one yeah. carries. You got to get one. that many carries. Maybe not. So now he's got to break one twenty plus. That'll help. I thought I, I I go under. I book it. Okay, tomorrow's gonna be so fun. There's so many good games to break down tomorrow. I can't wait. Football, really good wait, games. There's games to break down for the weekend. There's yeah. no Friday good games. Virginia, Syracuse, Nevada, Air Force, Boise State, UTEP are not good games. Oh no, but Nevada Air Force is gonna be a that's a pile on game. I can't wait for that. Pile on? Oh, yeah, that's I can't wait for that. It's minus twenty four. The totals forty six. What the what the hell side are you piling on? Air Force by 40. Oh. They're gonna be the living dog shit out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna going on record saying that right now. I've bet every Air Force game. Yeah. And I'm gonna bet it again. Nevada is god awful. And against the triple option, they they gave up 28, 27 points to to Iowa. Air Force actually has an offense. Nevada has none. They have zip. Nothing. Like they looked. So bad. And I, I would lay, I would lay up to thirty in that game. Crazy. I would. I mean, I just, I just, I would. That's where I am on that. So we're going under. So, so, so you're going under. booking this. All right. Yeah, booking it. Booking it. Book Favorite it. thing about today is what? Um. Well, you got to be part of a phone call yesterday uh, <laughs> with Jessica, Mrs. Kinsig, my I wife. Loved it. it was awesome. Yeah, I called to talk to you about something else, and then we started talking about this car. And she ripped the phone away. <laughs> Literally took the phone right out of my hand and said, Dave, Dave said, here comes the executive producer of my life. And, the phone, and she ripped the phone away. Bam. It was awesome. And she held her finger up like this and said, don't talk. 
Oh, while wow. She was talking to you for a second. She went like Whoa. this because I was trying to jump in every time. She's like this. Hold right. on. Because she, she had your attention and you yep. were listening. Yep. She gave you that parole. That's how she called you right away. <laughs> parole, listen to this. She's making some good points. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of her points. So the kids are at Buffalo Wild Wings with her and they see a car in a parking lot with a sign for sale. It's a Ford Expedition, white, leather interior. Old 2006. Looking. Doesn't say that on the thing. Oh, okay. You don't know what it is, but they. You could have guessed. So apparently they follow <laughs> up with the guy. It's okay. next to a body shop and a place where they work on cars. So it shares the parking lot. Unbeknownst to me, while you and I were doing the show yesterday, I get a text with a picture of this thing. And I'm like, what is this? We think we found a car. And I'm like, the hell is that? So I'm texting while I'm, you know, they're texting me. I said, you know, I'm talking to Matt right now on the BVB. And they're like, well, we test drove it. We want to know your thoughts. I'm like, you want to know my thoughts? First of all, I'm trying to talk to the weatherman and the counselor <laughs> trying to stay tuned. Stop texting me while I'm doing the show. So after the show, I call you. You give her some good points. Mm -hmm. We drive down there. I test drive this car. Go in. She says, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Hey, this is my husband, Dave. Dave, this is Edgar. Edgar, hi, nice to meet you. He shakes my hand. He goes, well, my actual name is Carlos. I don't know who Edgar is. And I turn right at my wife and I go, Edgar? She goes, oh, I'm so sorry. He goes, oh, it's no problem. We all look alike anyway. Immediately broke the ice. Oh, We're good. good. Okay. I'm like, all right, Carlos. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I said, I got two questions for you. You've taken care of this car yourself. Yes. Do you have kids? Yes. Would you put your kids in this car? If we're going to buy this car from a sign in a parking lot at Buffalo Wild Wings, would you put your kids in a car? He said, my daughter's been driving. Yeah, absolutely. I would. Perfect. Take it for a test drive. I took it on a freeway, one exit, drove all around. Drive's amazing. I come back. We say, Edgar, I mean, Carlos, joking, still got to yeah. give the wife every shot I get. She had the guy's name wrong. She talked to him for, an, I don't know how long. I said, I think we're going to do this. I said, but let me ask you, this is your mom's car? Yeah. Well, she's not going to drive anymore. I said, oh, well, is it why? And he just takes a deep breath, leans back and goes, um, she's not doing good. In fact, that's why I got to take the car now. I got to go take her to the doctor's appointment. I said, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, she's, um, this will probably be the last year she's with us. And wow. I'm going to sell this car to take her on a trip. And I said, really, where are you taking her? What's, where's the trip? He said, I'm going to take her to Hawaii. She wants to go there. She's going to spread my brother's ashes oh. and she's going to spread my aunt's ashes, her sister in Hawaii while she still can, because it's probably be the last trip she ever takes. And I said, Damn. all right, well, thanks, Carlos. Um, I'm sorry to hear that about your mom, but God bless you. And thank you for putting a sign on this car. And hopefully we'll be able to take this car and it will protect my daughters the way it protected your mom and her and all this other stuff. Appreciate it. See you later. Get in the car with my wife. And I say, we're buying this car. Oh. She says, what do you mean? I said, listen, I, since the stroke, I have been able to just go with the flow. I never in my life would have bought a car 
that was parked in a parking lot at a Buffalo really? Wild Wings with a sign ever. Really? Why? Why not? Ne- it's a 2006. It got 215,000 miles on it. It would be something but I would have never is, considered. The price is, price price is, is right. And it's a big tank. Yeah. Which it's again, old school tank. And it's real, real heavy. Yes. It's when Ford used to have eight, eight miles a gallon cars. <laughs> we'd be lucky to get 12. My, I, I'm hoping to get 12. It's a heavy, heavy, heavy car. It's a yeah. heavy, heavy Truck. car. But I looked at her and I said, we're going to hand this, this guy money so he can take his mom on a trip so they can have a memory because it's him and her. Right. His, his stepdad's, he can't stand. He's out of the picture. His real dad, not part of his life. His brother passed away at a very young age. Was- he said, I got nobody left. I said, we're buying this car. I don't even care. I've done worse things for that amount of money. We're buying this car. Mm. And that is mm. like an unbelievable story. And I said, I'm telling that on best thing about today. I'm happy to do it. And now my kids got to, I call I'm calling it the drive around town car. We may okay. not take this thing to California. It's called the we beater. may not take it to Arizona. Call it the beater. That's all it is. It's a beater. It's a, it, everyone, I mean, if you can afford it, everyone should have a beater. It's just the car that you take to go to the supermarket. It's the car you take to go and run an errand. It's not the car you drive and put big miles on, but you just go and do it because you don't need it. You just need to burn the miles on that car than your other cars. This is, saves, this is what you house. explained to my wife last night. Yep. I'm the oldest of five. My dad had to figure out how to get a fleet of cars. I called it a fleet. I was a valet guy in my house. I had to shovel that driveway, and <laughs> then you great. had to put the cars, cars out. Who's in. leaving oh. first? Who's leaving second? Balance God, the cars. I hated that conversation. We had that. In my, we still do have that in, in my house in Andover. Every day we yeah. had that conversation, and it started. And our driver can fit now. four cars. Our driver's long enough to can fit four cars. So the Same. order, of, the order of which the four cars would go in, would be a big debate because you could park in front of the house as well. If you didn't like parking in front of the house, even though it was a cul-de-sac, didn't like parking in front of the house and wanted to park in the driveway. My stepfather is very particular. He likes his vehicle in the driveway. I don't like my house. Why should I park out front of my house? I like I don't live here. I live here. Oh, geez. Okay. We're having sure. the same thing with Pap Pap and Grandma. Oh. Everybody likes to park in front of the house. It's the same. My life what is what the hell is the difference? Like, I don't understand. I park in front. It said it's my house too. I'll park in front of the house. Stop talking about it. Right. Everybody stop talking about it. I'll park out front. Anyway, so uh, mine the two parter. The first, the the first part because it it will happens tomorrow. So tomorrow will be really thing. But I I wanted to run this by you and every girl dad in in the place. Oh God! So, oh boy, have you ever heard of a school dance for third graders? Yeah, this is my first experience. Yeah. So Madeline will be going to a dance tomorrow night. From 6 to 7.30, an 80s-themed dance. We had one last week. Which I will be shop- chaperoning Madeline to. I will be going to this to this t- with Maddie to Ooh. go. One parent has to go, so I'm, I volunteered to go. So right. I'm, going to, I'm going in there. And my mom is like, I've never heard of this. How are you having a dance as a third grader? And I'm like, is this really like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard of it either. But... Is it is it wrong that I want her to go? Absolutely not. Okay, just want to make sure that that's I didn't know in terms of like the scale of it. I Madeline's really excited to go. Yeah, she wants to go. go. It's an hour and a half. But there's there's moms who we're friends with who aren't letting their daughters go. Why? I don't know. What's the objection? It's a dance. It's you know too early. They're not. They're too young to be going to dances. 
it's just like a birthday party, although somebody's going to be playing music. You put everybody together. They got like punch. Right. And they got snacks. I mean, she, Madeline's it's really excited. She's getting a dress today and she's, you know, I, and, and I got a haircut appointment for her tomorrow and to, to go and do it. So that's going to be my favorite thing about tomorrow is that she'll come home from school. We'll go get her haircut and then we'll go to this dance. We'll have a father daughter experience that like I have never had before. I've never taken my kid to her first school dance. So it's sort of a seminal type of moment. So it's a hundred percent. She should go. And they sold out. I bought the tickets last night and I got the email today saying, we're really sorry, but we, the, the tickets are all sold out. I was like, bam, got those tickets last night. Didn't have to worry about it because Maddie's going to come home. And her first question is going to be, Daddy, did you buy the tickets? And I'm going to say, yeah, I got your tickets. You're all good because it's going to be a big worry because I guarantee there's some kids who are going to get shut out because they didn't buy tickets. I don't even know what the objection would be because these kids all need to learn how to talk to each other because Amen everybody's talking and chatting and all this other stuff online. Yeah, if she's going Any to something sort where of she's social not, environment. She's not on roadblocks. I'm good. Like whatever it is, right. if you're not playing roadblocks, great. Go. I'll exactly. pay for it. Exactly. Whatever you need to do. Yes. You, I have no objections to it. Is it now, off your iPad? Uh-huh. Good. Go. The expectations, though, you have to keep very low because she's going to be bored and want to leave after 45 minutes. And that's Kendall fine. just did this last week. Okay. And Jessica and her sisters all went. Wow. I didn't even get the invite. I would. I was on the air anyway. Right. But I didn't even get the invite because I'm extra. That's what <laughs> I'm being told right now in the house. Daddy's extra because I would have got a damn tuxedo. Oh. I would have went. I would have walked in like we're here. That's what we're doing. Hello. What do I? What again? What do I? I haven't thought about that. What do I wear? Well, listen. I mean, you know, you got two options. One, you wear a BVB hat, so oh, everybody obvious. asks yeah. you who that is. I'll do that. Like, of course. Yes. Yeah, done deal. And two, I would, I would just keep everything real tight, clean, like real nice. <laughs> Only because I'm just saying there might be some people there just looking around and just saying, hey. I don't know if you need a title shot or not. I'm just saying, if you want to get back in the ring, we haven't. They, the, the brigade doesn't know this story yet. We don't spoil the story. We'll tell the no, story. Later. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about it. You just uh, listen. You, you're, you're retirement. You're, you're Tyson Fury. But you, if you wanted to come out of retirement, I'm just saying. Yeah, you yeah, always yeah. got to look good. I'm just saying. I'm not saying get back in the ring. It's I'm not, not saying you even need to. I'm not just saying idea. if you wanted to. Or idea. you go like you just came from a workout. And let Madeline be the star. Like you don't don't just wear basic nothing, and sh let her shine. Say, look at this kid. That's oh, what yeah. I got today. I walked downstairs. My kid was dressed like Wendy from Gravity Falls. I've never seen that show, but she looked identical. It's incredible. I I had no. They told me they were doing some character day thing at school, yeah. and she was dressing up like Wendy from Gravity Falls. And I'm like, is that the one with the long hair? Yes. I walked downstairs and I said, Does she have makeup on? I needed to know. I was like, wait, who is this? My daughter, eight, looked 18. And I had that moment, and I was like, all right, I got to go do the show with Matt. All right, have a good day at school. I'll see you after school. But this is what happens. You're going to take her tomorrow. You're going to have those, you're going to have those squiddly feelings again. You're going to, it's going to be good. The first boy who walked up to her, I'm going to be like, hey, dude. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, how are you, how you doing? doing? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm Matt. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm her dad. That's <laughs> I, I why I want to be there. I was like, yeah, she can go, but I'm going. <laughs> I want to see this. She's like, daddy, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm there. It's oh. like, if I can go at 6 p.m., fits into my schedule perfectly. Yep, I'll take you. We're all good. Right here. 
So that's right. Yeah, we'll go get your haircut beforehand, and then we'll go right to the right over to the school after. So if done. that's part one of best thing about today, what is part two? Tomorrow when I get to do it. <sighs> so I do. I just want to talk about it because I had to buy the tickets, and I was getting messages and people saying, "Did you buy tickets? Did you buy tickets? Did you buy tickets?" So I, was, yeah. I knew everyone was going to freak out about tickets. So I I got, I got the tickets. We're good to go. Tomorrow we get to do the whole thing. So it'll be a you two, got a you got part. mirrored sunglasses so they can't see your eyes. I do, but I'm not gonna be that guy. That's creepy with little kids around. They think I'm a pedophile. I'm <laughs> you scared of you, though. I know, but you can't wear that. In, in a no, no, no. That's, that's a, a bad, bad idea. idea. Somebody put that in the chat. That's a yeah, bad that's, idea. That's, that's a bad idea. That, that's there's there's third grade girls around, guys. Like it's not good for a 45 year old guy to be going to a school dance with mirrored sunglasses. See, you got to always think it out. You always yeah. got to talk it out. You're right. That's not a good idea. But that's I go in there. I fist bump all them boys. Oh, How yeah. You doing? I'm oh, Matt, I'll be dad. I'm hundred percent. You can call me Matt. Boom, boom, hundred yeah. percent. We will be back tomorrow on Sports Grid. We'll be yeah, back tomorrow hopefully. live <laughs> after Scotty after Pharrell's appearance. Oh. Big, big thank you to Scott Pharrell for coming in. He missed a part of the show. Go back and rewatch it or listen to it on your Apple, Spotify podcast. BBB back tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Big day. Enjoy the games tonight. Go Steelers.